This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Good morning and welcome to Sunday Worship. Our guest speaker today is Lieutenant Colonel Dr Dean Pallant, the Secretary for Communications for the UK and Ireland Territory. He'll be sharing with us this Pentecost Sunday key scriptures from Acts and Galatians and helping us to consider the results of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Happy Pentecost Sunday. Today is the church's birthday. It's almost 2,000 years since the Holy Spirit came upon the first Christians in a powerful and new way. And the world has never been the same again. Today, we celebrate that massive, life-giving gift of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the giver of life. Here's Luke's account of what happened that day in Acts 2, 1-21. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who were speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and other parts of Libya, near Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they've had too much wine. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. The first Pentecost occurred during the Jewish Festival of Weeks, which is held seven weeks and a day after Passover. The Jewish Festival of Weeks is also called the Feast of Harvest in Exodus 23 verse 16 and the Day of First Fruits in Numbers 28 26. During this festival, the Jewish people thanked God for the first harvest gathered in the late spring each year. It's a reminder that all good things come from God. So the first Pentecost happened at the same time as the Festival of Weeks. Instead of thanking God for the first harvest of the year, the followers of Jesus were being blessed with the Holy Spirit, who is the giver of every harvest. Both festivals celebrate God who brings life. That reminds me of the Maori translation of the Salvation Army in New Zealand. The literal translation of the Salvation Army into Maori is the army that brings life. I love that. Perhaps it's a new slogan for Salvationist Radio. The radio that brings life. Of course, it's not the Salvation Army or Salvationists who bring life. We only do what we do because the work of the Holy Spirit is through us. That's why Pentecost is such a happy celebration. The Holy Spirit has always been active in creation. 
This is the same Spirit who brought life out of chaos, as recorded in the first two verses of the Bible in Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So the Holy Spirit did not start work at Pentecost, but came in a new way after Jesus' work on earth was done. Ten days before Pentecost, Jesus had ascended into heaven after telling his disciples to wait in Jerusalem. Acts 1 verse 4, Do not leave Jerusalem, Jesus said, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. I suspect the first disciples needed ten days after the ascension of Jesus to recover from the crazy previous few weeks. They'd seen Jesus celebrated on Palm Sunday with adulation from the crowds in Jerusalem. But then the crowd turned into a mob and demanded the crucifixion of Jesus a few days later. Then the resurrection of Jesus and different people seeing the risen Christ. You you remember the women in the garden, the couple on the road to Emmaus, doubting Thomas, Peter being asked by Jesus by the lake if he loved him, and then the ascension of Jesus into the heavens. If you don't know all these stories, just read the last few chapters of Matthew, Mark, uh, Matthew, Luke and John for all the details. But take my word for it. These were the most turbulent eight weeks in the history of the world. And then comes the first Pentecost Sunday with the promise of Jesus to his disciples being fulfilled. The promised comforter arrived with amazing effect. As always, God keeps his promises. The Holy Spirit came in a new way to empower and energize the disciples of Jesus. As a result, the early church was able to take the good news of Jesus to the ends of the earth. And it is still happening today. The Holy Spirit empowers and energizes people and the church and the Salvation Army today. Nothing is possible without the Holy Spirit. Everything is possible with the Holy Spirit.
A few minutes ago, we heard about the first Pentecost in Acts chapters 1 and 2. The Holy Spirit has been active since the dawn of creation, but at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came in a new way to the first disciples of Jesus. So what, you might ask, what difference does the Holy Spirit make in our lives today? A section of a letter the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Galatia starts to answer that question. Our second reading this morning is taken from Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 to 26, and I'll be reading from the NIV. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. There's the difference. When we don't have the Holy Spirit in our lives, we tend to produce toxic and damaging fruit. But when we have the Holy Spirit, we're people who bring life. Now, Pentecost does not mean that the church is perfect. Sadly, Christians still mess up. The Salvation Army is certainly not perfect. We all make mistakes and people get hurt and sometimes our actions damage relationships. But the Holy Spirit can help heal our wounds and repair our broken relationships, whether they're with God, with, the, with ourselves, with our friends and family, with the Salvation Army. I regularly refer to the list of fruit of the Spirit in Galatians, and I use it as a checklist to track how I'm doing. How patient was I this week? Was I gentle when dealing with that person? Did I show faithfulness to my fellow disciple of Jesus when she was being unfairly criticized? Am I leaving peace in my wake, or am I sowing seeds of discord and anger? Was I joyful this week, or was I full of moans and groans? These are hard questions because they challenge the way we live, the way we behave every day. 
just on Sunday. But that's what it means to follow Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't do it in our own strength. We need God's power. That's why Pentecost is such an important celebration for Christians. Christmas and Easter get more attention and have become secular events, perhaps even hijacked by the commercialism of Christmas presents and Easter eggs. Most people don't even know today is Pentecost, and certainly they won't understand its significance. To be fair, Pentecost does not make much sense unless you've decided to follow Jesus. But once we've accepted Jesus as our saviour and started to be a disciple, we need the Holy Spirit in our lives, every day, all day. And it's not just the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. It's not just that. We've also got gifts from the Spirit. Paul, in his first letter to the church at Corinth, chapter 12, explains there are different kinds of gifts, but they're all given to believers by the same Spirit. There are different ways to serve, but they all come from the same Lord. There are different ways the Spirit works, but the same God is working in all these ways and in all people. The Holy Spirit is given to each of us in a special way. That is for the good of all. To some people, the Spirit gives a message of wisdom. To others, the same Spirit gives a message of knowledge. To others, the same Spirit gives faith. To others, the one Spirit gives gifts of healing. To others, he gives the power to do miracles. To others, he gives the ability to prophesy. To others, he gives the ability to tell spirits apart. To others, he gives the ability to speak in different kinds of languages they had not known before. And to still others, he gives the ability to explain what was said in those languages. All the gifts are produced by one and the same Spirit. He gives gifts to each person just as he decides. That's the end of the reading from Paul in Corinthians. Pentecost Sunday is a wonderful reminder of God's care for us all. Without Pentecost, the world would be a much darker, lifeless place. Today we celebrate the gifts and fruit of the Holy Spirit, the giver of life. We don't have to try to do life in our own strength. We can ask for an infilling of the Holy Spirit at any time. Perhaps you need that today. Please stop as we listen to the music. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you right now. May God bless you.
breath of life. On this Pentecost Sunday, we ask that you breathe on us once again. Make our consciences tender to your touch. We hunger for the life-changing power that your Holy Spirit brings. May our lives exemplify the fruit of your Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. May we use these gifts of your Spirit that you have distributed to bless the Church and build your kingdom on earth. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.